Hello and welcome to the knock-on Casey Lahr and Scoreline.ie's weekly rugby podcast. Joined as always by James Blanchfield from Kilkenny, Tom Crowdy from Carlow and Johnny Tobin from Tullow and further afield. Lads, how's it going? Wonderful. All good. All good, Stephen, <laughs> yourself? Flying his helicopter there across the, across the plains of Carlow. <laughs> yeah, look at that. There's All a bit that turbulence out there. So <laughs> The weather's causing the turbulence, Tom, isn't it? Well, that's um, it. Uh, so how are you all, lads, anyway? All good. All good. All good, Stephen. Happy, Thanks. happy, happy. Um, I suppose we'll start with a big... the privilege of being joined by Johnny Tobin this week as well. Yeah, rare appearance, special guest on the night. Listen, lads, if you had half my jobs, you'd be, you'd be under pressure, you know? I'm no, busy man. Work was on yeah. the bed you'd sleep in the garden. You managed to get a big birthday in and all. Happy birthday, Johnny. It's, it's Happy birthday, Johnny. Johnny. <laughs> big, I guess nice you know. <laughs> That's your birthday I'm talking about, Johnny, now. <laughs> um, yeah. No, great to see uh, Johnny. Of course, the irony being that he's usually busy with rugby. Um, so, yeah. Unfortunately, yeah, I must go for, for a career change. <laughs> um, lads, we're going to start with a big one this weekend, I suppose, in the Southeast League. There's a lot of games obviously kicking off around the place as well, but we've got a bit of a derby this weekend. Um, Oak Park hosts uh, the J1s and J2s. That are them games are tomorrow, Saturday. This has been recorded on a Friday. Um, who do we start with, James or, or the hosts, Tom Cruddy? <laughs> I don't mind. I'll go go ahead here and get his spiel out of the way quick. There's a standoff <laughs> here now. For us, it's the beginning of it, really. You know, um, it's it, it, it probably be the first real test that our first are going to have this year. Um, yeah, they travelled down to New Ross. A few of them travelled down to New Ross last week to take on um, with, with our seconds to play New Ross in the Southeast League. and we probably put a few first players into the seconds team last week for two reasons. There was a few guys that needed game time, but also we were mindful that we were going down to play a first team against Ross and a team that has had been going well. So they kind of brought in Wes, Doc, Joe, Hugh Corkery um, to play to, to play last week. And the truth be told, New Ross weren't really much, up to much is what feedback I've gotten. We were expecting a little bit more out of them. Um, so I suppose the, the 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 point that was made at training last night is that this is the beginning of it now. You know, this is the first real test that the first will have coming into the Ashbourne game the following week, and um, Carlo will be looking to have a crack after the cup last year as well, regardless of being Southeast League or not. So, so um, we're expecting we're expecting a good rattle. Um, there's 40 odd players to pick from between the two teams 40 players available between the two squads between the two teams to travel up um, there's a couple of injuries nothing major like Drew Phelan is out with a bit of a, a, a he's sick and uh, Dan O'Lahey is still out with an ankle injury so we're still going to be travelling up with a fairly strong squad I saw the Carlo team today announced as well so it looks like a, a strong enough Carlo team as well so I'm probably expecting a typical Kenny Carlo battle up up in Oak Park tomorrow, you know. Absolutely. How is the look from your side, Tom? Um well we went down to I so we went to we just had played last week on the the, the, the seconds. Um 
they went down to Wexford. Um, again, we played, we had one or two of the first, but we hadn't really a whole lot of pick for to go down. Um, coming into Sunday or into Saturday, we are, we're looking, we're looking forward to it. Um, we're in a much better position than last year. This time last year, we had to uh, forfeit the game, uh, forfeit the first game to uh, Ashbourne because we hadn't got the players. Um, this year, we're in a, a good position because we have, but there's a panel there still of around 40 to pick. We're missing a few, as I said last week, our two two wingers are injured. Um, we've one or two lads still playing football, um, which we kind of during the final stages of that. So we really, you know, we don't cross across to let them play on. Um, Backline is, it's regular pack is fairly all right. The backline is, uh, it wouldn't be quite as strong as, as it was because uh, we're missing Dan Crotty, we're missing um, uh, Dave McDermott, Jeff McDermott, uh, the two wingers that got injured. Um, Cameron Brennan is on the bench because he's uh, a football match. He's coming straight from a football match across so um it wouldn't be the strongest backline but we have packed a good look I just want to give it a good rattle as I say like it's the first game of the season we need this game everyone needs the games um yeah and nice to have a a, a crack at Kilkenny too um look we know Kilkenny are uh, a strong side um we've got utmost respect for them but uh what we want to do now at the moment is just trying to develop and see where we're at um because like a good number of training um, kind of fizzled out a little bit because we probably weren't as as uh, clinical a training the last you know kind of with things coming into a lefty picnic. But um, we had a very good training session there on Tuesday on Tuesday night after, and uh, you know that's decided. Look, we got to focus in now, and you know this is the season we've had our fun, and you know you kind of get into that stage. I think you go through pre-season training and you go through. You know that the initial start, especially when you've good numbers like last year, we didn't have good numbers. So at this stage, we were only still pulling things together. Whereas this year, you know, you start off well, and then just kind of you get a lull in training. No matter what, you get a lull in training, kind of after the summer. And um, but we know what's coming. We know what's coming down the line tomorrow. So uh, I look, we're looking forward to it. As I was saying, the last, as saying the earlier, we're just finished matching. The pitches are looking lovely. So the ground is. You couldn't ask for nicer. The pitches and great, Nick. As long as the rain holds off tomorrow. We'll have hopefully good rugby and uh, plenty of beer afterwards and a bit of cracking. Let's get the season start. Look, this it has to. This is it. You know, season's here and it's it's good to be back. And as I say, look, we're in a, we're happy as in because I don't want to sound like James last year with injuries. We're happy in a good position with the with the players that are there. Look, a lot of lads that we've uh, a couple of new players have come have have come back from out of the blue we've one young fella hadn't played since he was uh, under 14s um Karma Kelly had a great game last week on uh, you know he played on the wing and uh, had a great game for the second so like if people like that coming back out of the blue and that's a sign that your club is there look if nothing else you, it's you have to have members there to enjoy the crack and once they're happy and they're enjoying enjoying playing enjoying the train and I think it's the main thing and as I said I think James and stuff know that like it's down to the lads on Saturday. They're going to give it a hammer and tongs at each other, and hopefully it'll, it'll be a good game. But sure, at the end of the day, you know it's a good experience for both sides. We need it. The league is coming up, and um, there's no there's especially and uh, I know Division One A is is a tough league all the time. But this year, I think two A is going to be tougher than it ever was. 
mm-hmm. um, with the tie coming, a tie coming in and Dundalk coming down, um, Wicklow, uh, Tullow are flying like St. Johnny saw you train everyone was over with the girls and they, they have great numbers and seem to be training very well. So it's going to be a tough year. So it's going to be a tough start, year. Start, go start Saturday. We like, I mean, I was just chatting with a few of the boys there the other night, like it. Probably they said the most enjoyable but toughest game they played at last year. The two of them stood out was Carlo in the quarterfinal of the cup and Dundalk in the semi final, you know. Um, and that's why we're kind of bigging up this weekend as well. Don't, I don't know what kind of team is going out. Doc hasn't named the team yet, I haven't seen anything coming in on the group, but um, it will be it will be a strong team barring a couple of players who I've mentioned there and Drew Field and Dame Wallahi. And it's good to have that full hand to pick from. and there's another one or two players still to add into the mix as well when they get in. So, you know, uh, Owen Evans there is there to, to to get added in, and Jake Prattley, who's could come back from Finland as well. Um, John Moynihan still isn't back; he's back in two weeks' time. Um, so slowly but surely, our squad is coming back together. So look at this is this is the beginning of it now, definitely. Carlo on Saturday it doesn't get any better than that, like you no, know. No. What do you reckon, Johnny? Neutral observer there. Is the Messiah coming out to play? Is there a rumour that the James Blanchfield is returning to play? Are you going to play this Saturday? No, 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 no. No, no, oh, no. No, not this Saturday anyway. I, 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 uh, <laughs> um, my, old, uh, my old buddy up there, what was his name? Tom, the fullback. Uh, Tom Bulger. He's Tom Bulger might hear I'm playing. He might come, he, he might arrive if he hears I'm there. So, <laughs> oh. No, he'll be there anyway. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not going to play that one. I want to come back in one piece. like. But uh, no, look at you. Yeah, I've kind of made a decision to go back and try, try and train at least and see how it goes. It's been three years since I played in 40 next year. And, just like what Tom was saying, when you're looking at the buzz that's happening, there's good things happening. You can see it. The atmosphere does cascade throughout the club and a bit of FOMO going on, like you want to be part of it as well. And probably none of my generation of players are really playing anymore. The Alan O'Donovans and Nigel Daly's, the Ray Pembroke's, they've all retired and given up. And I just kind of decided there about two weeks ago, I could be sitting at home scratching myself on a Tuesday and Thursday night, I could be out there trying to get fit and having fun. And, there was good stuff going on out there, so I put gear on there last week and I enjoyed it and I trained again last night. So um There's maybe the dog, yeah. I talk out, but primarily it's kind of been there to help a train and add add numbers to train and get fit myself, hold a tackle bag if it's needed. And kind of if you're needed, then come a trip a trip away to mine when people aren't too enthused to get into a car and travel, that's where it'll probably become most important, you know. So um, that's the boat worlds. It's the best of both worlds. I'm, I'm staying fit. I'm staying in with the lads and seeing what's going on. I can help them if they're needed. Um, but it's, I, th- I think more and more people every week are coming out. And lads who kind of, myself and Brendan McIntyre, we've been playing together second row for the seconds, so I'd say for the guts of 20 years, like, you know. And he's back out now as well. So it's just good things happen. And I think when the atmosphere is right, people tend to come back out and get involved and stay involved. So the atmosphere is right and there's players coming back. You can see it every week. There's a new guy at training every day. So I think I think the atmosphere, the culture, everything is in a good place. And if we just build on that now for the season ahead. That has taken a few years to build though, to be fair to Doc and the lads. Yeah. Yeah. It has. The whole, they've changed the whole culture there yeah. now and it's 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 evident now, like, and then obviously the Towns Cup win last year. Yeah, will help. But the thing time. is, like, the Towns Cup win for us could have masked over a lot of cracks. You know, there was no doubt that yeah. we had issues in certain places and certain positions, and 
certain ways of doing things as a club. We could have rested on our laurels there, like any club could have done, and masked over the cracks. This is a great lads are after winning the Towns Cup, the next thing, find ourselves in the same position in the league again this coming season. That's not to say we won't find ourselves down the bottom of the league or up the top of the league. We can't predict the future, but we are far better equipped because we brought our issues out to the open. We're far better equipped yeah. now to deal with the issues that we had last year. We have squad depth now. We have eight or nine new players into the first team squad. You know, so all those bits and pieces are coming together. But what you're saying is Doc has worked hard. Not only has Doc worked Doc worked hard at it, we have a president there, Dave Matthews. The man doesn't stop. Secretary Vinnie mm. O'Shea, he doesn't stop. They're always constantly working on trying to improve things, talking to people. Dave Matthews, I just don't know where the man gets his energy from. But he does it for the love of the club, and that might sound a bit cheesy, but he does, you know, and all those yeah. people pulling in the same direction. Yet yeah, the method might be different, but the direction is the same. Um, there's a brilliant, there's a brilliant buzz and atmosphere out there at the moment, and there's more work happening in the club. We kicked off there a lot of work on Monday or Tuesday, so um, the facilities. I see, are the bank is gone, is it? The bank is gone. The bank had to be removed to facilitate the new fencing around the pitch, and there's new floodlight going in, and new fencing, and the back car park is So there's a lot of work going on, and. The, the, the culture, the atmosphere, and the people are right, and everyone's going the right direction. So, you know, I've gone off on a bit of a tangent there now, but, you know, it's a good place to be around. There are right. some of the reasons that I've gone back out to play, you know? Yeah. Well, it's a, it's a huge it's a huge thing. I mean, we were we were in Division 2A a couple of years ago. Yeah. Um, you know, and the club was, um, it may look that uh, the grounds are grand and that, but we were suffering as the youths were grand, kind of taking along, minis taking along, but our seniors were, you know, we had one or two decent years, we just got, went, but we went and got, you know, we went up to, we qualified out of 2A, back up into 1B, and then we were poor. So, mm. you know, after having good seasons, we have poor seasons, so it, it doesn't come overnight, and I see it, was, I see it's like, Tolo did an awful lot of work, Kenny have done an awful lot of work over the last couple of years, you know, and, and we were trailing it, tailing it, tailing behind, and we're still catching up, you know, we're still putting there, we have to put the effort in and look at um, how our squads are working, look at how rugby's been running the club. It's not like, without rugby, we've nothing, you know, without the teams, we've nothing. So, like, it's not a, it's not a one-year plan or a two-year plan, it's a, it's a five- or ten-year plan to keep going because a lot of clubs are struggling. And uh, I see it you know, at the Leinster Youth Meetings, the amount of teams that are full and their youths or don't have youth teams here and there or don't have senior teams can't field like it's in a, in a serious bad condition a lot of a lot of clubs are in bad condition and i think in the southeast we're, we're quite quite strong which is good absolutely i think we are you look 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 around look at the strength of the southeast clubs from wexford you know brilliant youth set up they're producing players they're producing players every year gory tullo and escartiers every southeast is a it's, it's a good area Absolutely. Yeah, it's a very strong area to be fair. Um speaking of the southeast, Wexford Wanderers and Tullow tonight, Friday, Johnny, your fellas are getting a hay out. Yeah, it's, it's well overdue. We haven't played since we played London Irish, so it's well overdue. But um look, sir, like Tom said, he was out training the girls there tonight. Numbers are good at training. The energy and the attitude and, and the belief has, has came back, which is really positive. Um it's really good to see. Like, there's no point beating around the bush about. We had a crap season at start of the season last year. We were crap at Christmas. We kind of come right around January, February. Typical old-fashioned Tullow coming right to the cup. 
and then go on and win the playoff. But um, like this year, the whole drive has been to win the league. Promotion is number one goal. Um, recruitment has been heavy over the summer, getting lads back, getting getting some of the guys in. Um, a lot of our under 16s who won the All Ireland a few years back are actually back training, which is really really good. Um, the Jamie Coopers, um, them kind of guys, Jack Hanlon, um, stuff like that. So if I can ask you, Johnny, right? They were guys that are involved in kind of an All Ireland winning team. Like, why? Yeah. If they had that level of success, why did they step away? They didn't. Eighteens and twenties in the club have failed for the last three or four years. We haven't had, we haven't had culture. We haven't had structure. We probably. We probably failed them as a club, to be honest with you. To be, in my opinion, to be to be straight and honest with you, we didn't have that structure in place to to continue it straight through, um, mm. and that that's now that's my opinion. Um, so I, I feel like we failed them a little bit, but we're doing a lot of work now over the last summer and last year, maybe to get back in contact with these fellas. Um, we're going to run a twenties program this year again for the first time since two thousand and I think two thousand and thirteen. We won the Gale Cup in eleven and twelve. And we lost the semi-final in 13. We haven't had one since. So Because that point that you touch on, that's the exact situation that we find ourselves in. And maybe you do as well, Tom, is, is that segue from youths into, into senior rugby. The breakdown is at 20s. I and mean, with the door yeah, no, 20s rugby, they just pack it in. It's college. It's, it's college. Like it, The attractive package was always Dublin. But now that we have the university in Carlo, I really believe that it, it, it'll turn. I really believe lads will stay here now and go to university here rather than plus accommodation is going to be a big factor there as well. Um, so I, I'm 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 really positive and I'm really hoping that. Yeah, sorry, to, sorry to step in there and just ask that question, but I just kind of I think it's important for people to realise that you know it is difficult to get players through and probably as close <coughs> we probably need to do more maybe. As three clubs together, we might need to do more to create a 20s between the three clubs. Could mm. be a solution, keep them playing. We did it with Carlo a few years ago, I think with the 18s, about 10 years ago. We done it as well, Carlo. To the, to the 20s, it's just a... This life, Tom! That's our first live interruption, folks. We've just been photobombed. Oh, but sorry to sorry to step in there on a roll. No, no, you're hundred percent. You're hundred percent right. But like for us at the moment, we actually can. We actually are strong enough right now to field in eighteens and the twenties, like with total people, with total lads, which is really, really positive to be honest with you. And it's really exciting to forward it. But since Sean has came back in, I know we were touching on last week a bit. Sean has come back in. It's not what Sean brings on the field. It's what he brings off the field. Mm. It's the phone calls to the young lads. It's the meeting them for a coffee, having a chat with them, getting them in. And then it's also the excitement of, oh, I could actually play with Sean O'Brien here this year. Do you know, I could actually say I played with him. I talked out in the Tullow jersey with him. And, like, let's be honest, lads, any one of us here, we, we, we'd, we'd love to do it. Do you know? Yeah. Um, well, I'd then, love to do it. I'd hate to be on the other simply because I'd hate to be on the other side. <laughs> I'd hate to be Dan Crotty in, in a couple of woods time. <laughs> oh, Dan Crotty will stop him, all right? I saw Dan Crotty in action in Folkstown not so long ago. Bigger uh, the yard, easier he stops <laughs> But, you know, like, it's, 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 it's good. It's, it's fun. The environment has changed again. Danny Callaghan back in as S&C. She's also doing S&C now. There's also going to be a programme starting with her women's team. So, Everybody in the club now is buying into their one culture, which is massive. 
everyone is the one goal. We want, we're trying to get back down to our youths. Myself and Morris and Sean have been going, coaching the coaches and coaching the teams with the youth coaches for the last three or four weeks, spend a bit of time down there. And we're getting really good feedback and it's been really positive. So, look, from us, we're not sitting here like we were last year. We're, we're in a really, really good place. So, if, if we don't do anything well this year, we don't do anything right, it's our own mess up. You know, because I think we, looking we back on last year, we need to. I think the three clubs we all struggled last year in many respects, but I suppose we need to all give ourselves kudos. Is that we remained in our leagues, we we won the cup, Carlo the cup run, he run the plate. It's easy to look at the problems and how poor there were still successful seasons coming off the back of what was an absolute balls up of the previous 18 months through COVID. Yeah. We didn't finish well like we did like we did. We we finished very, very well. And Morris, to be fair to him, done very, very well to even stick out that season. There's some nights there, lads, where we had ten and eleven lads training. You know, mm. we just hadn't we just hadn't gotten. There's no point saying we did. Like we went down to Kilkenny one night, I think, with fourteen fellas for a training session. You know? Yeah. There, there's no point beating around the bush. We hadn't got there, and that's just the way it was. And lads I think were a little bit tired and then the COVID gave them a good break and they were like oh do I want to do I really want to go back here and do this stuff get drowned on a Tuesday and Friday and, you know like but I think now at the moment it's it's there's a good culture and um, the first team set up is really really good with with uh, Morris and Sean uh, Ivan Cooper and Sprocket um, some really really smooth operators there stuff gets done no beating on the bush Robin Johnson and his chairman there's, there's no messing with Robin Johnson everything is Bang, 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 organised, sorted, problem solved. Like so, the club as a whole is in a good, uh, good place. Numbers really, really good. Our eighteen girls have, I think, they're twenty-four or five girls at the moment, which is phenomenal to see. Uh, our sixteens, obviously, and fourteens, Jane McCarlo, which works for both clubs, so it's it's brilliant to keep that going. And then, like all our youth teams are are flourishing away there, so it's good. Like um, return of minis will be last weekend, last Sunday there. They return so. Great to see them out as well. I think there's, I think there's nearly two hundred of them out there alone. Like, so, yeah. is in a good place. But I kind of gone like James. Now I'm going to ramble away from the match. Um, play with extra wonders tonight. I think we were going down with about twenty twenty two guys, all first team kind of players. There's no one really that had be questionable. So that's good for us. But Wexford are coming off two really good wins. They bet Carlos seconds and Kenny seconds. So they'll be confident too. Um, yeah, but I'd be expecting a Tullow first team, an out-and-out first team, and put Wexford to the sword. Yeah, well, look, it, it, it is it is a strong Tullow team. I wouldn't say it's our best outfit, but it is a strong Tullow team. It's all lads capable of playing J1 rugby. But look, at it, it, you're going down to Wexford on a Friday night to a team that's very, very confident. Um, they're going to be very, very physical. They have two games ahead of us. Um, mm. So all that could play a factor in the first 40 now, I don't know, we'll, we'll, on your best day, would you say Tolo would beat Wexford? Yeah, absolutely. But today, I, I couldn't confidently sit here and say, yeah. we're going to win that one. Like, you know? I, th- I think, Johnny, sorry, just with Wexford, I think if you've, like, we, we got out, we should have won that game. Um, yeah, yeah. We had a heap of young fellas. We would actually some of the actual 18s. We had no, no back, I said we had the full, the full, subs, all the substitutes were, were, um, we're forwards. Oh, I just Sorry about life last year. All you, all you have to do is watch, take a, keep their nine out of the game. The nine score two tries, two silly tries. But you know, when you have young lads and things like that, he cut back inside on, on a nice line and scored the Graham's same Graham's a very try. good player. 
Graham scored. He scored. Yeah, he is, and he scored the same try twice. And then he went yeah. off, and we came back in again. You know, for he went off injured, yeah. and then he came back on, and so uh, I'd be very confident for you. I was very impressed by Wexford number seven. A He's a young chap. He's yeah. a young chap. Oh, what's his name? Oh, the guy He's, actually, playing. He's actually starting against tonight. What? He's he played in Canada. He's from Canada. Is he? I don't know. The, the number eight. The number eight played before. He's he played with Wexford before, but the seven is is um he's mad as a match here. He's just work 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 constant. I think yeah, that's the guy. Yeah, he does a bit of um American football tackling, like he kind of dives from way out hitting people and forty meters away and flies. You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think he thinks he's playing a bit of American <laughs> no, football. Well, 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 <laughs> but no, look at. It'll be a good game. Um, yeah. Obviously, the, the fun the fun side of the element is Morris has been coaching, doing a bit with them for the last couple of weeks as well. Like so, um, we could have a few secrets, you know. We could we could figure a few stuff out, like. But it, yeah. look at it; it's going to be a hit out. It's going to be it's going to be a team builder. We're going to play them tonight. We're going to go down there again on Tuesday, I think, for a training session with them. Um, so it'll be good. We'll, we'll everyone, it'll, it'll benefit both sides, like. You know, yeah, I, think it, um, I think it's a measure of the person and Morris is like that he's helping them out as well. Like, I mean, I know they're his kind of adopted home sure. club and whatnot, but he's no, he wouldn't sure. Like, his young fella Sean still plays for the 17s there under 18, you know. So, um, and his two Ellis lads actually Ben and Morris play for Tullo, which is really really funny. So, he's split between both, but. Mm-hmm. Um, no, Morris is incredible. Like it's just incredible, you know. He's he trains us Monday, Wednesday, Friday. He's with them Tuesday and Thursday. So you got to give hats off that to that. Like, um, but look, like I said, we're in a good place. I can't, I can't honestly say we're going to win that game so handy. But you'd imagine we come away with a good result. Like to be fair, um, yeah. So that's where we're at. Yeah, good luck to all the teams this weekend. Of course, the, if you're listening to the podcast. Uh, the Tullow match is Friday, the 9th of September, and Kilkenny Carlo is the 10th of September uh, in Oak Park. Wexford Wanderers Tullow is down in Wexford. Uh, move on from the local stuff now and just a couple of other stuff hitting the news this week before we have a chat about the All Blacks in Argentina and that sort of stuff. Uh, how do you fancy heading over to um, New York or somewhere to watch the Munster Leinster derby? It's been discussed in the news this week. Bit, bit of a crazy. I'll watch it at home, Stephen. Same. <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah. Tom will go, though. Chase is must be a joke. I wish. I absolutely wish. Co- company, company trip, Tom. Yeah. No, we're not on the <laughs> trip to see how they make bread in New York. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's I, I think it's ludicrous. I think it's as they all said, once the once the um, URC became under the control of the, of the of the company, I can't remember their name. I think this is what it was all about: spreading the game, bringing it wider. I think is at the beginning of a US franchise coming into the URC, spreading the game over there. Potentially, I think you'll see it happening in the next few years. But uh, I don't I think, think the once the game would have the same. How would I say? It will have the same bite to it. It's still a derby, but if it wasn't in the RDS or Lansdowne Road or Thoma Park, I don't think it'll have the same bit of a... Well, well in my opinion, it, you know? 
there, there's only two places Leinster and Munster should ever play. The RDS and Tormund Park. Shouldn't be anywhere yeah. else. Shouldn't be, be in the Viva. Johnny, I 110% yeah. agree. Because you don't get better than the atmosphere in, in Tormund Park or the RDS for that game. Oh, it's been a long yeah. time since we're in the RDS and chased it. It was powerful, so it was. The Aviva oh. took that out of it. I've like been at times when, when the All Blacks beat Ireland. I've been at game games. I've been at big Six Nations games. The best game I was ever at was Munster-Leinster Magnus League Final 2011, the week after the Hinding Cup. Yeah, the Thomas. crack in Tormund Park was yeah, unbelievable. Yeah, it's a great day. Well, not a great day for Leinster. But it was. It was a great day. Great day out. Still hung over from Wales the week before. <laughs> it was great crack. But like... like Playing Munster Leinster, that like no disrespect to these teams, but Zebra and someone should go over and play over there. But there's that, I think there's more to it than that. I think because if you look at like Leinster, say Leinster doing their schools of excellence in America now, yeah, I think there's a serious, there's a serious push on for the Yanks to come to to produce rugby players. I mean, they are they're yeah. putting in mass. Like all you have to do is go onto YouTube and watch some of the programs that are happening and, and the, the systems that they are and. Um, I know this. I know they're doing this. I know they're doing this rubbish of the the combine the what you call it when they come in and you judge you buy players or you get players on their ability to sprint and jump and yeah. all this stuff. You know, well, can doing you the, the, the American football well, way. You know, is but, the American way of doing things the way to do yeah. it? It's more structured. And I, and I, I think. Well, we think it's daft because we think it's daft because it's we don't do it here, but it's yeah. the way the Americans do it. So if it's for them to buy in and see it's similar to to American football, would be I suppose they have a point. And I think the most like they're a massive country and they have they have serious athletes. So all it does take and is they a also bit bring of, they also bring a lot of that. Uh, well, you just go up to me. I'll be honest. I go to the when we went to the V for the American football. Just see the money and the crack and the, and the the support that they bring. And all the free points. Uh, free points, very important. Free points. <laughs> but the way, I mean, you're talking. If the Yanks come in, you're talking serious, tomorrow, serious, serious money for a free beer. No, the car machine's <laughs> gonna go down. So free <laughs> well, I tell you one thing: there'll be oh, never gosh. a day that there's never a day that cash won't be taken in car rugby. That's for That's what I can tell you now. Bleep the out there for revenue, Stephen. Will you? I will. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, All I, above uh, board. They were throwing that out, and they were talking about what is it? Um, uh, Qatar getting involved with the URC as well, was it? Oh Jesus! Like all these other crazy stories popping out this week, just mad stuff. Yeah, yeah. Qatar want everything. You know, but then the other side of it is here, is here, guys. I sent a message to you last week about the state of the clubs in the Premiership. Yeah. You know, yeah. They need to get money into the game because I, I, I don't think it will ever happen in the Irish provinces because it's so well regulated and managed by the IRFU. But when you see what's happening in the UK game. It's scary. Like all of these clubs, despite their success and the turnover and great players they have, the level of debt. But actually, in butter. It's 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 ridiculous. Like so, mm. I can see that there's method in the madness to try and, as you said, Johnny, with the Americans, get the money into the game. But you know, it needs to be a balance as well. You know, and Willie Duggan. Where does it end? Professionalism is the worst thing that ever happened to rugby. Mm. You know, and in a way, he's right. And professionalism is affecting grassroots rugby in a way that all of the best players are being taken away. And then in the way soccer is, they're being sent back once they realize that they're not good enough and so forth. But money, 
money in the professional game is key to keeping mm-hmm. it going, and I can see the method in the madness from it from that perspective. Yeah. But they can't take the game away. And this is going to sound again cheesy. They can't take the game away from the fans either. You know, oh, I mean, the diehard Munster Leinster fans are based we'll along the M7 or south or north of the M7 and M9. They're not based along Route 66 or in in the states. Mm-hmm. They're not based in. They're they're not based in Qatar. So I think there needs to be a different way of doing it, and be that bringing in an American franchise or a franchise based in Qatar or something like that into the URC. But for me, taking games away, no, I think it's a. Yeah. I think it's more damaging than good anyway, to be honest with you. Yeah. Well, know? it'll be an, an interesting experience this, this, if, it, if it does happen, you know. We'll so be there. The knock-on the knock on are sending us over to do commentary. Yeah. Yeah. We'll be like Roy Keane and the boys there on the side last weekend. Will, will they send us down to do running commentary on South Africa and Munster down in... Parky Creeve. <laughs> well, we, we actually we have a we have a subscription for a line there, so we, we have our we, 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 we can push the house, Tom. I, I'm there if you're there, Tom. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure Blanche will travel. Well, we said yeah. Tom are two monster supporters. You're two Leinster supporters. So excuse me, excuse me. I was rare to a mother who would die for Munster. Well, <laughs> and her know. actual. Her, her last wishes were, were to, when she when she died when she passed she used to be cremated and spread around Thomond Park and she <laughs> born in Wicklow and lived in Tullow. Holy <laughs> mother of Christ, what she doing at all? But anyway, <laughs> uh, oh, just a bit of good news. Did you hear? Um, Ireland beat the uh, England in the sevens today as well. Yeah, because great the World Cups, the World Cup sevens. Yeah. yeah, that's not good news. Tom, that's great news. Great news. Poor old England <laughs> are having a bad a bad time with that. A few days. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, actually, sure good news as well. Just want to congratulate Steve Ashmore and Jane O'Neill. They had a baby girl last weekend. So, ah. um, I know Johnny, yeah. you were friends with Steve. You're working him in school, and Tom, he was involved with G and Carlo. He's, yeah, he's one of the good I, guys. And, he's a um, gent, absolute gent. He's top bloke. It's great for him. He 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 managed to get forty two years out of it. So, <laughs> yeah, he's a top bloke. He's a top. He did a lot. He did a lot of running, didn't he? He did. <laughs> yesterday, he did. yesterday in the school, we had a we had a first of our meetings with the players and the coaches and um, Colin Maloney, who's the head of rugby now, director of rugby in Kilkenny College, um, said that congratulate Steve and Wes Carter on their Towns Cup victory when Steve was instrumental in that. Then he also said congratulate to Jane and Steve on the birth of the baby Ria. He was instrumental in that as well. So <laughs> instrumental lot there in the last few months. So in the school is Peter Swanepoel still there? Is he gone, Johnny? No, Swanny's head coach, Colin okay. Rose, director of rugby. So we have a director okay. of rugby now appointed this year. Um, I think it's the first year officially. Kind of Jeff Carter kind of ran the program for the last, I'd say, 10, 15 years. I don't know mm. however long he's there. Um, but Colin is officially the head of rugby now, director of rugby. And then Swanny is the head coach for the senior cup. And Jeff is head coach for the junior cups. Okay, very good. So, very good. And- How's how how is the school shaping up this year, rugby wise? Ah, very it's good. Like, strong senior squad, is it? Yeah. Like last year we won the TY fifth year league, the team I was coaching, we won that TY fifth year league. Um we now have we had fifty guys playing a, an internal match yesterday, and we had twenty eight guys in Kilkenny the night before playing mm. the club, and we had forty guys left at home that we couldn't use okay. in the last two days. We have close on the hundred and twenty to thirty senior players. Which like we have forty, we have four teams out next week, which is phenomenal. Uh, yeah. it's, at senior level alone, four teams out next week. So, really, really good, really, really positive. I think, I really do believe this now. I think this year, next year, 
two very, very good years for Kilkenny College. And I do think we could go one step further in the league final like last year. I believe we could we could pip it this year if we we, we get everything right. I, I believe so. We're in a really good place. Yeah. No, that game the other night, even though I think the scoreline didn't suggest it, I think there was a lot of, I think it was 40 points to 15 or 5, was it, in that game? No, between... I think it's 32-5 it finished. Was that it? That but game, yeah. I think, like, speaking to Gary Dunn, our under-18s coach, they were quite happy, like, there was a lot, like, that was their second run-out. They were quite oh, happy to yeah. a lot from it. Yeah, and that's a young Kilkenny team, too, because that 16s, 16s team would be, would be fairly good, like, you know, yeah. they'd, be, they'd be fairly decent, like, so... To be fair, I would um I would take a lot from the two if I was Kilkenny. To be fair, Johnny, actually, can I ask you who are the two lads looking over your shoulder there? Not now the two people in the photo, but the the, the Oh the... that's um that's Tom Crotty and, and Tom Bulger. <laughs> <laughs> I got that frame for the last year. That's my brother. That's that is poking up over the back. <laughs> yeah, just say Tom Bulger, I'm sorry. Please don't come after me. We have to be careful this year about what we oh, say. He'd still, he'd still blame me for it, Johnny, and come after me. <laughs> Absolutely. I laugh um, at it anyway. <laughs> that's it. Lads, have a great weekend in terms of matches and all that sort of stuff. Um, great to chat to you, of course, again. Great that the season is up and running, more or less. We're back into the thick of it now. And... Uh, yeah, good luck tonight, Johnny. Um, and uh, of course, Kilkenny and Carlo in action on Saturday. If you want to drop down to Oak Park and have a look uh, there as well, I'm in Oak Park myself on Sunday for something else. But I might be chatting to Dan O'Brien and possibly Johnny Sexton. So, uh, if we do anything on that, it'll, you'll hear a bit of it uh, over the weekend or next week on the knock on. Lads, thanks a million for that. Cheers. Lovely well, we lads. Cheers. See you tomorrow, Tom. Good weekend. Yeah. <laughs> Enjoy it, lads. Enjoy it. Good luck, good luck, good luck.